What's up, criminals? It's the girl here. Um, just wanted to get on here for a few different reasons. I know I'm not the voice you want to be hearing for this intro right now. Um, but I'm excited for this episode. Um, Chris has been talking about making this podcast for a long time now. And um, even before he started creating it, he was talking about it for a long time. So I think that's way cool. And ever since he started, I've always wanted to be number six, episode number six, because it's my number and it's kind of a number that we've shared. So that's going to be, I don't know, just something fun. Chris talks uh, kind of sappy in this episode. It's a little different from what you guys probably are known to. Uh, so just be prepared for that. Wink, wink. Um, I'll bring that out of him. And then specifically, I just want to give Chris the biggest shout out that he deserves. I want to be that person to do that for him. Um, he creates a lot of different things. He has a lot of different platforms. And I just want to say that when this man's hustles, he hustles hard. Um, I'm proud of him, extremely proud of him. He works 10 hour days right now and drives 30 minutes to and from work. Uh, and puts endless amount of time and effort into everything that he does create. When I say this, I'm not joking. He gets four hours of sleep on the daily, on a typical day, um, just trying to create what he loves. And I think that's kind of something that just speaks for itself. Uh, so specifically, I wanted to talk about rhythm just because rhythm is not something that I've even known about or necessar necessarily really liked. Um, and it's something that Chris loves. So when Chris started showing me his songs and how he creates and designs them, uh, he'll turn around to me about every five minutes and show me something new. And he always has this like face and he's so pumped. And I just genuinely like have started to show a love and appreciation for rhythm because of how he explains and teaches it to me and it's really cool because he makes me like pick out what actually makes a song good and he's a good teacher so it's kind of just like goes hand in hand and I really love that and I want him to know that I love everything that he creates even rhythm because I still think to this day that he doesn't think that I do so just want to shout that out for you, babe, out there listening to this. Um, but lastly, he's a damn good artist and he takes his time to make sure that his work is the best that he can give. Um, so he deserves all the recognition in the world. Um, I want all of you to go out, hit that follow button on all his platforms and spread that shit like fire. All right, let's get this episode rolling. Let's go. <laughs> And then like if it works, they would probably offer that, but at the same time, I wanna be you, so yeah, I want to be with you too. So hopefully, hopefully you fail at that job. <laughs> Screw up. <laughs> no, it's just, 
life is so it's crazy, crazy right, now. right now. So crazy. So I don't know, like, and who knows if that will be even exactly what I was wanting and like mm-hmm. hoping it would be. Yeah. Because of it could also not be. But it is something that like I've been like working towards, something that I've like wanted. Yeah, you could 100% hate it. So, yeah. You never know. You got to try it out first. Yeah. But let's go ahead and start this episode. Yeah. Ye- <laughs> Criminals. Yo, cheer. <laughs> Criminals. I want to introduce you guys to my favorite guest on the podcast and in life. My savior, Tierra Schaefer. Savior. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You saved me. From what, baby? Uh, cause I think when we met, I was pretty fucking heartbroken. I'm not gonna lie. And I wasn't. I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say I was like giving up on life, but it was a it was a point in my life where I was just like, I don't really care about anything. Nothing. Not really. But then you moved in next door. I'm like, yo, who the fuck this chick? And I think the fact that you shunned me out for like two months, I was like, why the fuck ain't this girl letting me in? You know what I'm saying? Well, so yeah, first I think of all, it almost gave me like in the lowest of keys, like a little a little purpose. So I'm just like, I, I, what is she hiding? And then I figured out you're a murderer, and I was like, you know what? I'm down to be number six. Oh, I I see. Just turn around that moment into something more lighthearted because baby doesn't show his emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if murder is lighthearted, but uh, it's, it's not lighthearted. But <laughs> but run that back it's and let me just say that I I never saw that in you. You were always so happy with well, me, yeah. and you just am I gonna out sh- a lot? Am I gonna show it? No. Everyone battles inner demons. Not oh, everyone, yeah. not everyone shows it though. Mm-mm. I'm not good at showing it. Oh, well, maybe I guess I'm not good at talking about it. Like yeah. you might, you might feel like something's off, but like it's really, really, really hard for me to talk about it. Yeah, but I think as as we go on in our relationship, you're opening up more, and we're talking about our problems, and I appreciate that because it's really easy. To talk to you. And I think we're really good at just solving problems because we can actually sit down and genuinely talk about them. One thing that like I'm really, really appreciative with you is that like people say that like relationships should be easy and this and that. And like that's the thing is like we have a good relationship and we have a lot of fun. But like you go- you still got to work through things. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. There's still things that like we're, we're two different people. And we still have to, like, figure that out. And, like, it's it's hard to, like, talk about those things. But, oh, yeah. like, we're, we're good at being able to, like, talk it out. Yeah, like, I'm going to call back um the episode with Andrew Marin. And we talked about relationships as well on that episode. And one thing that I said was um if two people were able to bring their lives together and ride this ride called life, and somehow make it work, it's crazy just because there's so many different people. There's so many things one specific person can do with their lives. So the fact that, like, we can come to bring our lives together and somehow manage it, 
and have a good time at the same time. Like, it's crazy. Oh, we have a damn good time. Oh, yeah. But I agree. So, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. But then you'll ever know, baby. Thank you. But, oh, a little backstory on how we met. Because, I mean, no one ever really knows. No one really, I don't know if anyone really knows you. But that's because, like, I don't really share my personal shit on my social medias. Because when it comes to social media, again, call back. I want you to share my fucking music, listen to my music, listen to my podcast, and fucking move on. I don't want you to know how my Tuesday was or how I've been feeling lately. That's pussy shit. That's not social media for me. You're going to learn about the content I'm creating. And you're going to push the content, content I'm creating. Because that's what I want you to know. Yeah, so when it comes to social media, like, I mean, I'll share stuff like your birthday or like Thanksgiving, you know, mm-hmm. just a little like, I, I, I won't get too sappy just because like, I hate sappy notes, but I love the one you did for me. For Thanksgiving? I believe so. We we're, we were kissing at the Red Rocks. Yeah. That was, it was, I enjoyed that read, but I don't like typing those sappy posts out. Yeah. I mean, you're a guy. Yeah. And guys just. They suck at showing their emotions. <coughs> they suck at it. So that's Fuck. all I've got to say. Because like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> damn. You caught me mid drink. <laughs> Made you laugh. But um, no, because like girls feel things differently. Like genuinely, like it's, I think that's another thing about relationships is like guys and girls are just so different. And so like, yeah. I don't know, like I've always been a hopeless romantic, honestly. Like, and like, I feel like it's been a long time for you to see that because, like, it took me a long time to show that. Yeah. But, like, that was almost a year into our relationship, that Un- Thanksgiving post. Until you finally, like, completely 100% opened up yourself to me. Yeah. And, yeah. like, that was almost like a, it was like, a you year, need dog. to know almost, how much. Almost a year after being together and that's when you finally did it. Babe. No, no, no. I'm not saying, like, it's a bad thing. It's just, like. That's a long time, and like I mean, I'll be straightforward with you. For me to stick around like that long, and like like without you putting those feelings until like almost a year later, like I know that wasn't easy for you. Yeah, like I know, and that's why like that's why like it was so important. Like, and I don't need to put that out into the world, but like sometimes I think that's a way for me to like let you know like how I said like it's hard for me to talk and Mm -hmm. like it it was like a way for you to like know Mm -hmm. like because I still like even at that point like I still wasn't like really truthfully like sitting down and being like look this is how I feel about you yeah like and I feel like you know that now and I talk about that I do I do know but um and I appreciate it like I said it's really it's really easy to talk with you it's really easy to communicate about things now, and I'm happy we can work through just literally anything that comes our way. Me too. But you're easy to talk to. It's because I like talking, baby. I started. <laughs> That's why you got a podcast. I started a damn fucking podcast. Yeah. But a little, oh, like I was saying, back to my point is like I don't really post about you, so I don't know if anyone really knows about you or like how we even met or like like what our story is. And yeah, we're gonna tell a story right here, right now. Oh, so this one, this episode is gonna be a sappy episode. Hopefully, I don't cry. <laughs> we can turn it around after. Just kidding, I won't. <laughs> but you guys won't be able to tell. I'll turn my mic off. 
hopefully people listen to us. I mean, just talking about our love story. Hey, no one listens to this damn podcast. The only <laughs> one that listens it to it is me the next day that I upload it. I'll upload it on a Tuesday night and the only listener will be me Wednesday morning. Whatever. I think I think there's a lot of people really enjoying your podcast. I hope so. Because like, like I said, when it comes to like... Um, Social media, like I don't really post about myself much, um, but I think with this, um, a lot of the times, like it's just you know me and another person, like you and I right now, mm-hmm. and it's like you and I are just having a conversation. Oh yeah. Um, we just got this big ass mic right, <laughs> right in our faces. <laughs> but I feel like it's really easy to to like express myself with a podcast, just because like. It's almost as like no one is listening, but when I put it out there, like everyone is listening. Yeah. But in in the moment when I'm speaking, I can actually like speak true feelings that I honestly don't even know if I'd say like out loud, like in general. So. Oh yeah, I noticed that. Yes, yeah, I did. So when it come when it comes to this, like I'll talk about true feelings because I want y'all to know, like I'm a fucking human too. I feel too, even though when you like. All you guys see is just my music on social media, but like I'm just as human as you guys. I get sad, I get happy, I get pissed. But you want it to be raw. Yeah, I want it to be the most raw, like you can catch me. Yeah. In the cut. But yeah. Well, I believe I moved to Logan, um, May of two thousand and eighteen. And I moved there. What was crazy is I decided to move to Logan two weeks before I moved from Idaho. And the only reason I chose Logan was because Ty and Vegas, shout out those homies, they had an extra bedroom in a three-bedroom apartment. They had an extra bedroom. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll move in. Because I was going to move to to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I was going to go to Phoenix. And then two weeks before, I'm like, eh, fuck it. I'll go to Utah. Um, Major switch up. Yeah. Oh, dude, the biggest. Because, like, honestly, going from here to Logan, scenic-wise, it's not that different. Mm-hmm. Phoenix would have been a fucking culture shock, probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My sister's in Arizona, and it's it's definitely different. Red Rock, I don't know how I feel about it, but Desert I'm definitely Dry green. as hell. Yeah, I like green. The greenery. Yeah. Mountains. Or ocean. But I moved there. And then I remember, I can't remember when. It was maybe July, July or August, that we had a party at our apartment. And then long behold, this little blonde shot a baddie over here ended up pulling up to the party. It's funny because she pulled up because another guy invited her. We were friends and Chris automatically put in his head that nah. I was there on a date or something no, with him. Not, not a date, but like a big reason that she pulled up is I'm sure Tasia. Yeah. Because she was, she was, I mean, she was with Ty at the moment. Mm-hmm. But also, um, Landon was the one that was like, because he also knew a lot of you too. Like he knew of you and, and I'm pretty sure like he invited you to the party. Apart from like Tasia and all that. But like, so when you pull up and then I see you jump on the, on the pong table, like with Landon as your partner, obviously I was like, the what? How was this homeboy like got her? Anyways, so cute, baby. she ended, she ended up talking to uh, our current neighbor at the time 
because she had her room open. And she was living alone, and that was a two-bedroom, and she was alone. And then there was some whole, like, ghost apparition, like, haunting going on at her neighbor's apartment. And Tierra was over there all over it because she lives for that shit, quote, unquote. I remember you saying that. Like, I live for this shit. (laughs) I'm like, I'm over there. We had, like, a, what is it, seance? Is that what you call it? No, sage. No, when, not, I'm not saying, like, okay, so in, shit, now I'm going to sound dumb. But isn't it called, like, a seance? Like, where, Um, it's, like, witch shit. You know, like Yo. you're calling on spirits or something. Um, let me see. Hey, somebody look that up. Here. I'll find it. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm into like calling upon spirits and because brujeria. <laughs> because I'm definitely not. Like I'm not I don't wanna bring like um that shit uh yeah, yeah, a seance. So I don't, I don't really want to like bring like shit into my life that's not supposed to be there. So like, it definitely wasn't a seance, but it was like, what is going on with this apartment? I want to see type yeah, thing. Because, um, I don't know. She lived alone, mm-hmm. the, the neighbor and I'm not going to name her name just cause like, I don't know. I don't know if she even like wants me to do and I didn't ask her ahead of time. So we're just going to give her a fake name of the neighbor yeah. and so, yeah, she apparently had, like, heard stuff at her apartment, seen stuff, experienced things. So, she hated being in her own apartment. So she was always over kicking it with us. Um, and that's how we became good friends with her. And then that night of the party, they had some sort of seance. They needed to, like, clean the house while burning sage and all this shit. And Tierra was, boom, right there the front barrier she was ready for it ready for everything and then met the neighbor and realized that that neighbor needed a roommate so next thing i know i had this little shoddy body moving in next door out of nowhere and i'm just like oh she fucked up she fucked up and you moved in probably like around uh, october uh yeah mm-hmm. october so you moved in in october Mm-hmm. And like I said, I was really good friends with the neighbor because, you know, she was always over kicking it. So when you moved in, she stopped coming over as much. Stopped coming to kick it. She got me. Yeah, exactly. And then I wanted to see what you were all about. So, you know, I just well, they gagged over one door. Shimmed your way into my life. Basically, like I would I would go with. I'm doing like air quotes with my hands. <laughs> Go see what her roommate was doing, Tierra's roommate. Um, but every time Tierra knew I was there to see what she was doing. And dude, there'd be times where like I'd walk in and I'm and no joke, as soon as you heard the door open. Chris! Chris! Not right now. Go home. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd have I don't- to I That's know. the thing, though, was, like, I was, like, you know, like, I was overwhelmed, like, all the time. Like, my job was hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a Keeps lot. you busy, busy, busy. Yeah. And then I'd go over, and then she'd yell at me, Chris, not right now. 
and I'd have to yell back up the stairs. Like she she knew she was onto me. So I was like, I'm here to kick it with your roommate. And so I knew that was lies all along. She she knew, but like I mean, there was no way for her to physically like actually prove that. So I'd get away with it every time. And then I think it got to the point. I did that for like two, three months. Two and, and a half, probably. And then it got to the point where like, you know, I started like asking you like, yo, do you want to do this? Like, you want to go maybe get some ice cream or you want to go bowling sometime? You know, just some basic fucking bullshit. Now that I think back on it, I know why, you, why you'd say no. Because we're fucking like 22. No one wants to go get ice cream at the age of 22, man. Nah. I mean, like, I'm going to put this in the nicest way that I can, but we're not doing some Mormon <laughs> shit because that's the typical, typical dates right there. Yeah. So I understand why you'd say no and the position you were in in your life and all that. Um, But yeah, it got to the point for me, like, asking you and asking you. I was like, yo, do you want to go to this? You want to go to this? And then, like, I'd realize you'd always come up with some type of excuse on why you couldn't, right? Uh-huh. And then it got to the point, it was like mid-December, and I was working with a roofing company, um, shout out Quality Pace, and th- we had a Christmas party. And like this roofing company, like, there was like five employees, right? Five or six. So it was a really small company. Um, so our boss was like, yo, you guys get a plus one. So I hit Tierra up, and I was like, yo, Christmas parties like in like a week, you're my plus one. I told her ass, a little denying ass. I was like, you're coming with me. You're my plus one. Pretty much, I had no option. It was just like this time, you're coming. Yeah, <laughs> like because I, I knew if if I'd give if I'd given you an option, mm-hmm. what what was gonna happen? Oh, I think I closed like, mm-hmm. that night. Yeah. I got to get up early and go to work the next day. Pull out your fucking Squidward-ass voice. Yeah, oh. I liked... I think what really hit me with that is that you, like, took charge. It was like, mm, that's a man. <laughs> <laughs> He's making me. <laughs> and you replied, because I remember I, I told you, I was like, you're my plus one. And then you're like okay, let me know what day and I'll see if I open or close that day at work. And I was like, in my head, I was like, what the fuck, that worked? I just had to tell her. I didn't even have to ask. I'm all speaking to myself. I got the devil and angel talking to, talking to each other. Anyways. Yeah. Um, she ended up having that night off. So we went to a small Christmas party and kicked it off and honestly had a great time. I feel like that night was like really good for me because the setting of it all and like the way you were acknowledged by like your boss and like how much he like really appreciated who you were as a person and just like it wasn't what I was expecting I thought we were walking into like a big work party but there was like maybe there was 12 of us yeah there. like 12 max and I felt ooh, right when I walked in I was like like, oh no, like, this is, oh, this is going to be rough. Because I thought there was going to be so many people. Didn't have to talk to everyone. Yeah, and, but it was a really good experience because, like, I don't know, I just really liked what the people you worked with and your boss and everything, like, had to say about you. And I was like, hmm, 
I mean, I really do need to give this guy a chance. And also that same night, you ended up walking away with a Bluetooth speaker. So yeah. I think half the reason you're with me is if you kick it around me, you may win some free shit sometimes. No. <laughs> That's why you're no. still with me. <laughs> we we were in a competition together and you were competing for that big screen TV. Dude, yeah. And I helped you win that. You helped me win that. And I think that's probably another reason you're still with me was because you helped me win that TV. And if we ever split up, you're taking the TV because you're like, I hope you win that. <laughs> no, I already, I already have two TVs. You can keep it. <laughs> well, that, that night went on and we had, like I said, we had a good time. We kicked it off and I was really happy like how that night turned out. Then a couple weeks later, my boss um, for the roofing company, he had a he had a Ranger, a little side by side, four by four, whatever you want to call him. And he always said, "Hey, if you guys want to take it out, you know, just let me know. I'll have it ready, fill it up with gas, like you know, just let me know." And then I was like, "Gang, I'm gonna tell Tierra again, come through." So I told her about it and I told her to come through. And again, she agreed. I'm pretty sure I didn't even ask. I was like, yo, Ranger Ride. I think, if anything, I asked what day would be best for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then in usually, like at that moment in time, I usually had Thursdays off. And I mm-hmm. think it was another Thursday. Another Thursday. Yeah. So then we went up. Because uh, if you guys know Logan, you guys know there's a shit ton of canyons all around there. Oh, yeah. There's I love so it. many. I love it. And then, so, my boss lived, if you guys know the Logan area, he lived down in Providence. No, Nibley, Nibley. Which, same shit, man. All, one road splits him. Anyways, he lived down in Nibley. So, we hooked it east, and we went to the Providence Canyon. And mm-hmm. we rode up there. We almost got stuck, huh? Because mm-hmm. that snow was deep at the time. Because this was, like, middle and December. Uh-huh. So, the snow was deep. I think my favorite thing about that night was we were like racing up the road or whatever and you're like so if you were a race car driver what would your name be <laughs> i was like um speedster t and then i made you a candy and i gave it to you on new year's you made me a bracelet yeah so we went to the top as far as we could mm-hmm. we went up as far as we could until we got stuck and then as soon as i felt that shit getting stuck we turned around and started heading back down and on the way back down. That's when I asked you that question. Yeah. If you were to be a race car driver, what would your name be? Yeah. And I'm honestly surprised you thought of one this quick. But you're like, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know, speeds to T. Yeah. And I think we both busted out laughing. Because <laughs> I'm, then- not, I'm not good at thinking of like names or shit like that like that fast Uh like now you've probably noticed that so like in that moment like the fact that I did come up with that that fast it shocked me spit it out that quick yeah yeah (laughs) well she did that she said that answered that and then I let her drive on the way back down but you said your parents have one Mm mm-hmm so you were just hauling ass on that guy like you knew what you was doing with the snow that's like two feet deep. And I'm like, girl, chill. I think I was also the instigator that was like, yeah, like, let's go up there. Like, as far as we can, like, we can make it. You know, uh-huh. I was like, let's get up there. And then we get stuck. 
and I'm like, I was like, oh. we gotta turn around, we gotta turn around. <laughs> I for sure thought we'd make it up there. All the way to the top? Yeah. You said we weren't far, huh? No, we weren't. Nah. But there was no way. There's a lot of snow up there. And no one had been up there, so everything was just untouched. Yeah. Clean. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Up there, though, have you have you been all the way up there? All the way, no. Okay, well, up there is so pretty. It's like, really? oh, yeah, it has, like, this really cool look off. and um, winter, or, winter or summer, either one? Uh-huh. And, but that's the thing is, in winter, I don't know, because there's, in the spring and summer and fall, there's a waterfall, like, a oh, okay. just this cute little, like, waterfall uh-huh. and this, like, placement up there. So, I don't know if it would be going in the winter, but uh, true. it's really pretty up there. Ah, uh, true. <laughs> Anyways, after that, well, I mean, like I said, another good success. Yeah. Good night, good times. And then I think maybe a week later after that, I was going to Decadence, Colorado for New Year's with our friends Ty and Tasia. And I was going with them and I had planned that since like November, even October. They had asked me if I wanted to go and I said, oh yeah, 100%. So... Um, we had always planned to go, and then towards the end of December, Tierra and I really started kicking it off. So then, because you weren't you gonna go to the one in Salt Lake? No, I I literally told myself after DOS that I would not go to another show. Like I don't like because DOS um in August before in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I like I wasn't into it. Like it yeah. was so weird because. Like, I just, like, didn't plan on going to another one. Because that was also your first show, and it was, like, everything was new. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, you don't know if that was necessarily, like, your likings. hmm Well, Tia and I got to talking, and I was like, shit, are you doing anything for New Year's? And she's like, no, I'm not doing anything. And I was like, come to Decadence with us. She's like, no, I work. And I was like, Let's just talk to your boss. You know, I I had um. Well, the issue was is I had like every day off except for the one day that we were coming home that you guys had planned on coming home. Oh, true. <laughs> and then I think we came home. Show was on thirtieth and thirty first. We kicked it the first and came back the second. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. And so you didn't have the second off. No. And then we left the twenty ninth. We got there the night of the 29th. Oh, not even the night. It was like the evening of the 29th, and the show was the 30th. And I think you finally, fully-fledged, decided to come with us on the 28th. That's the way I roll, baby. And you know that. I'm very... It It takes a lot to convince me to something, but once I'm convinced, I'm in. I'm sending it. Yeah, it's like you were waiting for confirmation from your boss if you could have the second off. Yeah. And as soon as you got confirmation, you buy your decadence ticket. Yeah. And the next thing I know, like she's rolling she's rolling to decadence with us. And more specifically me. And uh, again, another crazy fun weekend. And I feel uh, like, like after that After like, that, like every we just the rest is history, we, man. We never stopped kicking it. No. It's like we weren't official. Mm-mm, not yet. You know, like, honestly, we wouldn't even talk, like, text much. It's like, like, you, you like, we'd both work, right? And, like, say, because I think 
Uh, it depends on the day, but like whoever like got home second that day would like at some point in the night just like text the other person and see what's up, see if they're busy. If not, more more than not, you would come over. Mainly just because in Logan, I had a fucking vibe of a bedroom. <laughs> it is. Um, it was a major vibe. Uh, I feel like I killed it. Every, everyone, uh, everyone close your eyes and picture this. You walk into a bedroom. OG bedroom. Just a square ass bedroom. In the back right corner, I had my bed. To the left of that bed, I had a little desk with my laptop. To the left of that little desk, I had a small speaker. And then 360 around the bedroom, I had Christmas lights and none of this push pussy ass of yellow lights. I had green, blue, red. All those Christmas lights hung up, posted everywhere. And I could say when I was in that bedroom, I rarely had my bedroom light on. It was always those Christmas lights. I loved it. And I always had lo-fi music playing on a on my speaker and like I said it was a fucking vibe but a lot of the times like 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 I said like we never we we didn't make shit official until like March the end of March long time like I said takes me a second to get somewhere but once Uh I'm there all in uh, yeah we we were kicking it basically uh, all January February basically the end of March Mm -hmm. is when we decided to make it official and honestly, we've just been vibing since. Oh, yeah. We have a good-ass time. Mm-hmm. Really I fun love, time too. like, I'm going to go back to the last episode really quick with Nikki. Uh-huh. And what Nikki said about you with what his favorite thing about you, I literally sat there and I was like, that is exactly what made me fall for you. You are the weirdest <laughs> quirkiest like I ooh, I just love it like you make me laugh all the time and I feel like what the best thing is is that like I can just be myself around you like yeah and you make that so easy and like I love how weird you are it's it's literally my favorite thing like I don't want a typical boring let's go like, get ice cream type guy. <laughs> yeah no like <laughs> No, I love how weird you are. And you just, you make things easy. Well, now I'm two for two on people calling me weird. <laughs> it is not weird. Or it is not bad to be weird. Yeah. I think it's good. No, I'm weird as hell. And like, it's the thing is like, I like, like, like I said, people don't know me. Like, they don't know me now. Um, I think ever since high school, I've opened up a lot more and actually like let myself become who I am. Well, because in high school and and like if you don't fucking agree to this, like quit fucking lying. Um, but you in high school, I think you acted like the people you ran with, mm-hmm. and and that like all like all of you guys acted the same, you know? Because I could say like in high school with the people I ran with, I acted the same as them, and vice versa. That's that's just high school. Well, one thing that I think is really important too with that is. That, like, we both grew up in, like, places where it's, like, really small town vibes. Like, so you hear things about somebody. It's just everything runs really fast. And um, people don't really know how to make themselves, like, to be their true selves. Because it's so small town. And 
you're always hearing about everyone else and everything else. And you kind of just, it's like a, you form to that stupid. It's just, it's, it's something, I don't know. If you grew up in a small town, you understand. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in high school, I was very much like the people I ran with. And I will say that, like, I still am till this day, maybe not to the extent I was. But when I left to Washington to go weld, being out there, like, I wasn't necessarily on my own because I was kicking it with my older brother and my dad. But being out there and, like, actually getting more responsibilities, like, as a as an adult rather than just, like, having the freedom to fuck off. Like, I actually had things to worry about at that point. Like, I grew up a bit and... I like being on my own also without having like external influences. I realized who I was and how I felt comfortable acting. And yeah, I think that just set me off on being weird because I am weird as hell, dog. Y'all should see the type of fucking shit I do when I'm alone. Not even with me. No. (laughs) What do you do? I'm not going to say it on air. I feel like I've seen a lot of you that I'm, not anyone has. Why'd you look at so. my dick when you said that? <laughs> Babe, <laughs> that was uncalled for. Um, nah, I, like uh, that was a joke. I, mean, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. You don't? But yeah, I think when, when I got like responsibilities, I was able to grow up in a way... I was able to grow up with the like the responsibilities that I knew like I had to take on. But one thing I enjoy is I'm able to stay young when it comes to my personality. Cause like I fucking love laughing. I like making people laugh. And I like I like people having a good time. Like when Nikki said, um and I you've mentioned this too before, but like I always want to have a good time and I want the people around me to have a good time. And, like, I, I, I will say that, like, I'll try and talk to people. Like, say if we're in a group setting, I'll try and talk to people who are, like, kind of off in a corner. Not not speaking as much, not as involved. Mainly because, like, I mean, we're we're part of the same experience right now. So, it's like, you should be just as involved as I am. So, I do like that. I'm, I was able to, like, personality-wise, stay young, stay happy, and not stress too much. Well... But, I think one good thing that just goes with that is that like um you like you just said like you're always like trying to make people feel included and like you're really like you try to bring people into this situation and that's the thing is like you have things that you don't really show people about you like you don't show certain emotions and like it's crazy cuz you could be having like the worst day in the world and you're really good at hiding that. And I just like, that's probably not a good thing because like, it's not good to hold your emotions in, but like you're so good at like making people feel like welcomed and like loved. I like it because I can, I can hide my emotions like throughout the day, you know, like, like you said, like I could be having the worst day, but like I won't be showing that. But you know, at the end of the day, you should unwind. Like you always it, tell me that. Yeah. At the, at the end of the day, like, you should, like, let out your emotions, all the ones you can, all the ones you've been feeling, and then realize that that day's over, 
and it is now time to rest. Yeah. I think one thing that I don't like about me being able to hide my emotions is sometimes I don't even do that. Mm-hmm. And then that shit yep. just bottles up. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the shit will just bottle up. So if if you're gonna if you're gonna hide your emotions, just like How about you take some boxing classes and just kick the shit out of, you know, some bags? Um, that might help a little bit, but you know. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> meeting up with Storm soon because ah, oh, I can't believe I let out that what's it called? What's it what are, what are, what are the things called? Um when when you when you let people in on spoiler alert spoiler alert yeah storms the next episode so oh, okay <laughs> yeah honestly like storms been a homie that's another episode i'll talk about storm on the next episode but if you guys have any like questions or anything you want specifically storm and i to talk about message storm or i but i don't know where the fuck i was going with that i don't know you said something and I said, oh, boxing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually meeting up with Storm soon. So I want to get into that and, and do his boxing gym. Oh, he has one? He, he has one. And my, um, we'll, we'll t- like, I'll talk to him about it. And then so he can talk more on it. All I know is him and I believe his dad and his brother. And I, I'm like, I'm guessing more people helped out opening it up. But personally, me, like, that's all really I know who's at the forefront of that boxing gym. Yeah. But, um, like I said, I'll, like, I'll talk more with Storm because I want him to go in depth on behind all that. Damn. But, yeah, he opened up a boxing gym. It's super cool. That is cool. Um, that, just because we're on the topic um, and releasing emotions and everything. Uh, I'll knock the shit at you if you say something <laughs> bad, though. Shut the hell up. Bro, I'll knock the shit at you till next Tuesday, bro. You don't think I could hold my own? Because I'm about to tell you a story. Go for it. Just kidding. But no, all I was going to say is that like my dad, when I was done playing soccer. Shouts Papa Corey. <laughs> when I was done playing soccer at Dixie or whatever, I came home and like I was kind of having a hard time figuring out like, like really kind of just who I am and like yeah. what I want in life and just, you know, the basics. And so I don't know. I think I had a lot of built up like emotion and shit too and. My dad was like, you need to get into fighting. He's like, you need to get into boxing. He's like, you kick some ass. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, because what brought it up is I had gotten in a fight with a girl. On your soccer team? No. Uh, when I came back home, I got in a fight with oh, a girl. Oh, here? Mm-hmm. Oh, it, or in Logan? In Logan. Mm-hmm. Damn. And my dad was like, he was like, like, I don't know, I like... My dad's pretty chill, and I think he was just like, well, you know, like, what was the reason? Like, why, you know, like, why did you? And so he was like, hmm, like, maybe you should be taking some fighting classes, and then you won't get in a fight. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and I, like, considered it for a little while, but never did. I, I learned how to deal with it a little bit better. I think the older you get, the better you learn to control your emotions, but sometimes you control them a little too much, and then it just ends up crushing in all at once, and then next thing you know, you're fucking crying on a fucking Saturday night, and, um, did I say that out loud? Yep, okay, next, just kidding. Next. (laughs) But. (coughs) (coughs) Babe, have you ever been in a fight? I've been in one. Really? One. I was in seventh grade. You were young. Yeah. And it was my neighbor at the time. I'm not going to say his name. Um, 
but it was my neighbor like growing up and it sucks because like i was always cool with him but like for some reason he just loved to shout like little racist remarks mm, bro yeah, and fuck that he ain't even racist though like we're cool till this day like that makes no sense that's what i'm saying i think a lot of it was just like i ah, yeah, fuck if i know anyways one day i was tired of it and i was like yo let's scrap <laughs> and then he's like i bet my backyard i was like oh you are home territory you got it well, it's funny because his home territory was, I mean, across the street. It was like 30 yards from. Let's meet in the street. Oh, middle of the street. Middle ground. Nah, because he would he would have split his head open. You knocked him? Well, all right. So, so we're, we, it, dude, it was like, okay, so I was a seventh grader. He was an eighth grader. And we, super, super, neither of us knew how to fight. Okay, we're, <laughs> I'll just throw that out there right now. You're pulling hair. Dude, no, no, we weren't pulling hair. But there were so many people there. Really? No joke, like 30 to 40 people there. Straight Neighborhood up. Neighborhood fight. For a, yeah, dude. <laughs> and it was in his backyard. And like, I, and I think at first we were just wrestling. And then like, I think he threw a punch. One of us threw a punch. Okay, I don't remember who. And then, so the other person asked, like, all right, so are we throwing punches? And then the other one was like, uh, yeah, it's a fight. So then we started throwing punches. And I remember him, we're like about 10 feet away from each other, right? He started walking at me, lifted up his right arm for a big old hook. But he he put too much, like, emphasis in it. Like, I saw it coming for days. So when he threw a hook, I ducked under it and then threw a hook and popped him. up. And I popped him back a couple steps, right? Mm -hmm. And after that, like, I went and I tried getting him in a headlock. But I don't know if I really knew what a headlock was at that point. And then he got me in one. And he knew what a headlock was at that point. So he got me in a headlock, you know. And I lifted my arm up up by his neck, uh -huh. by his head. And, I, like, I forced his his head down. So I have, he has me in a headlock and I'm kind of like pushing his head away from my body. Really weird position. But I got his head low enough and I threw a knee. Oh. And I knocked him in the face and that, that knocked him out. Oh, and, and when he, he fell, he fell and like, he wasn't completely knocked out. It wasn't a TKO, but like he fell and he was like. I'm done. Like, kind of, no, like he, like he wasn't speaking at first. Like it, like it, it knocked him. Okay. And he fell down, kind of like <gasps> grunting, you know, like trying to like fuck catch a grasp of what was going on type thing. But I mean, but like that ended the fight and got him up after that. And till this day, like we're cool. Ever since that day, like we've been chill. That surprises me he's, because but he's also a Patriots fan, so go Patriots. That's another <laughs> go Patriots reason. That's for another, sure. That's another reason we're probably still chill. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's the only fight I, I've ever been in. I think. You oh, I fought. I fought Jesse one time. Well, I mean, I think most people in their lifetime fight their siblings. Probably. All but... I know is one time Jesse and I got drunk as fuck. I think I got more drunk than him because I'm the one that initiated it. But it was right before I moved to Logan. Uh -huh. The the weekend before I moved to Logan, Jesse, Jensen, uh, Jesse's friend named Michael, and myself, we went to Twin Falls and we went out just drinking. Blah, 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 blah. And then we went to this uh, this burrito place i think it's called betos or something like that yeah. Ro robertos i think that's the one in twin oh, okay anyways um we we got in and um like me being 21 at the time and these fools uh 
They're like 26. I don't know. They're just fucking teasing me. Instigators. Me, yeah, me being the youngest of the group, right? And I like, that shit got annoying as hell. And we're legit about to leave end the night. And we're leaving uh, Roberto's. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I, don't, I don't know where I became like cool homies with some random ass stranger in there, right? <laughs> so like, I mean, I was leaving. He Like I said, peace out to him. And on the way out, Jesse said some stupid shit. So then I on like we were out in the parking lot i pushed him from behind and he turned around and pushed me back he's like what the fuck and then next thing i don't know like i threw a haymaker at him and then ne- we're we're brawling we're throwing punches we're rolling around in the parking lot roberto's um i i ended up with a bruised eye because uh-huh. he, he clocked me in the face and then i think i clocked his jaw um his, you... his jaw wasn't feeling the same for the next week i mean i had a black ass eye i'm not gonna lie though like i woke up the next morning i was like fuck bro what up? You good? And he he was he like he was probably butthurt at me for like a week after that. But I mean, I was like, I mean, I started it. You knocked me, I knocked you. We're like we're chill. But he 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 was butthurt at me for like a week after that. I mean, I don't blame him because we do fuck around with each other. But like, but you I never like thrown hands. Oh no, no no that's the only time we've ever thrown hands. Yeah. And honestly, it was just because I was drunk. Any other any other day, like couple couple less notches down on the drunk meter or. Like any sober day, like I knew, like what what he was doing, like was just just a joke. Yeah. But I think me being drunk and me being fed up with the little chips here and there, I was like, "Fuck this!" So then, yeah. Um. And it takes a lot for you to like get like that. Yeah, I'm not like that often. No, that's the only time I've ever been like that. Wise. <laughs> believe me. Okay. I'll believe <laughs> you. But um, I was just gonna ask, did you ever post that I? Anywhere I swear I like saw it when you had like that bruised eye. I don't think so. Huh. Maybe you just showed me from your camera roll or something. Did you ever have a picture? Mm-hmm. I thought I saw it, but I don't know. There's like a million black guys out there. <laughs> but nah. Okay. I've... Just cause you brought up Brady, well, Patriots, I have to go back on something that I just think is really cool about our relationship. What up? And um, I just think it's way cool that, like, we didn't really know certain things about each other, but we had them, like, in common before we, like, even started dating. So, like, being huge Patriots fans, one of them. And then our our number in high school being number six. six, And I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like those weird little things are kind of cool. Yeah. No, you're right. But Um, that's all. I (laughs) like that's all I had to say. Um... (laughs) It had to do with meeting your parents. The very first time I ever met your parents, and then so I think also one of the first times like I figured out you were a Patriots fan is you invited me over to your parents to watch the Patriots play the Rams for mm-hmm. the Super Bowl mm-hmm. of 2018. Yeah, and I, I kind of mentioned it a little bit before. Yeah, I had to have because we were maybe. in the season. Maybe. And yeah, I'm sure, you're right. we had to have. You're right, but. But you were super excited for the Super Bowl. And I'm like, what the fuck? She's so excited about it. And then, you know, it clicked again. Like, you're a Patriots fan. I was like, sick. Yeah. Like, me being a longtime Patriots fan, you know, shout, shout out. Shout out Piss Nut because we've been um, Patriots fans from the get-go. You don't know Piss Nut? Uh-uh. You met him at DOS one day. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> You met him at DOS, I think, this last year. I don't know. If, I don't know. It was really quick. 
Anyways, okay. Uh, he he's been one of my longtime homies. His name his name is Branson, but his nickname is Peanut. But shout out to Isaiah because his nickname is now Pissnut. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Oh fuck, dude, that's one of my favorite nicknames. Also, another one of his nicknames is Pinsky. <laughs> yeah, if I knew what you were talking about, I, maybe I would I would be laughing with you. But he he got the Ross nicknames though. Anyways, yeah, we've been longtime Patriots fans, so. It's it, it's kind of crazy to like run into you, and you also like the Patriots. You've also been a fan of them for a long time too, so it's like cool. Yeah. This is nice. I got a question for you. What up, Brady and Gronk to the Buccaneers? How do you feel? <sighs> okay, well, you kind of talked about it in your most previous episode again with Nikki. So, um, I don't know. Like, okay, so when I was little. Before I was like actually really, really into football and like the sport, the reason why I was a Patriots fan was because Tom Brady. I mean, he's a laugh pre- if you want. He's a pretty but, man. Yeah. I mean, when I was little, I was like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> but no. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of bittersweet, but I really like what you guys said about how he kind of was able to take his uh, own career, own career his and like. Yeah, like twist that for himself and be like, mm-hmm. hell, like I might have only a few years left, so like I'm gonna go do something, okay, well, let's you know? Go like spend it down in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Well, psh, I am going to a game, so whether you want to come with me or not, like yeah. I'm sending it. Hopefully, so. they, hopefully they open stadiums to fans. But yeah, I know I'm gonna cross my fingers and hope and pray that he's got that a two happens. he's got a two year deal. So if not this year, then next. Yeah. Um. But. So that's kind of like the reason why I became a Patriots fan. But then like, obviously when I started knowing football and like loving football and like, I genuinely love football and the sport. So, um, I like started paying attention to the team, the coach. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot about football like men do because mm-hmm. men are way big advocates, but yeah. like, um, and the owner and just everything, like I just really genuinely like love the the Patriots and like I've always been a Patriots fan since and Gronk I love I love 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 that they get to go play together I think that is so cool like I think that is so cool I love that he air quote retired yeah. and then he's like oh shit Tommy boy going down to Florida he's like see you there and yeah then just shipped it out there I know but I mean yeah just to capitalize on that like the fact that both those guys took their career into their own hands and they're like fuck it let's go down to florida mm-hmm. it's like well, we only have a, i mean Gronk was retired and he's mm-hmm. like yeah i'll come back for like a season or two mm-hmm. he's like the the boy tom's going down to florida like, fuck it i'll go to florida too yeah. and that's cool like like homies I mean, do what homies want to do yeah together like it's it's always more fun if you got a homie there with you mm-hmm. but so. i mean like like you said and like quoted that you quoted me like the fact that players get to can take their careers into their own hands like that's awesome mm-hmm. and you're not just like randomly get a phone call and it's like hey you're traded and it's like oh shit i'm moving yeah from like 10 seconds ago i was chilling in carolina and next thing i know i'm moving to san francisco because i got traded yeah you know, and like, that i'm sure that lifestyle like you sucks. develop a lifestyle somewhere and then it's like bye like back so, and forth yeah. yeah so it's really cool that i i really love that aspect of them Mm-hmm. Well, and then the one thing that like you guys didn't really say, it's just my own personal thought is like, it's cool. Cause like I said, if they open to the stadium, like I want to go to a game, that'd be cool. But like, I'll always be a Patriots fan. So like yeah. at some point, like I'll be able to go to a Patriots game in Boston, 
is that where it's at? Foxborough. I mean, but is it's, it close? Like, it's right next to Boston. I don't know why I was thinking Boston. It's like literally right. Oh yeah, they're yeah. right next okay. to each other. But um, yeah, and then I'll be able to like go to one of those games like when I have an opportunity, just whenever. Oh yeah. So like, just like you said, I'm also like Patriots fan, die hard. Yeah. Ghosted them, and I am now rooting for the Buccaneers because of Brady and Gronk. Yeah. Like I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a Buccaneers fan, but if they play, you know, I'm rooting for the boys. Yeah. Um for I don't know sure. if I mean I don't know if I'll be a Buccaneers fan when they leave. No. But I'm definitely rooting for them. Yeah. And of it, course I want to see them. It, it would succeed. be so dope to go down to Tampa Bay because uh that stadium is so sick. I don't know what it looks like, but it's in Florida, so I'm sure it looks sick. They, they got a whole last like ship. No way. In the stadium, yeah. Ooh. Um Have you ever been to the Angels Stadium? Um, in Anaheim? Baseball? Well, didn't we see it when we were in California? Oh, shit. With my family? We were gonna go, but then like no one wanted to go with us. And we're like, we didn't oh, want to take an Uber. Yeah. That was like a oh. hundred bucks for like an hour. It was a big situation about cars. Yeah. So. I would have yeah. been down to Uber. It would have sucked, but I would have been down. I mean, so would have I. Anyways, in, in their center field, they have a really pretty waterfall. A waterfall? Huh? Yeah, I'll show, I'll show you pictures of it after this. Okay. But yeah, in Tampa Bay, big ass ship. Is it like on, like you can see it on TV? Oh yeah. Like why haven't I oh, yeah. seen it? I don't know, you probably don't watch the Buccaneers play. Probably not. Are you going to get a Buccaneers jersey? I mean, Tourette the boys. Yeah, you know I'm getting one, but what one are you getting? I'll get the one you, you don't get. You already asked me this, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'll I'll just do whatever one you don't want. So I'll probably get another Brady one. Because I have two Brady ones. I got the, the throwback reds, and I just have the, the, the fucking, the basic at-home blues. Okay. And then I'm probably going to get another Brady one. Shit, well, I might want both. Fuck it. So they they got new jerseys this year and they're tough as hell. I want them because we kind of talked about this. They don't have an all black jersey. They may. I want them to have an all black jersey. All black that would, would be, be cool. tight as hell. I want a red one. An all red? Uh huh. Not black. Really? Black's my favorite color to wear. So on the field too, I just think it looks so sick. I think I think it's too hot. They have an all gray. Hmm. Watch peep it up. Okay. Yeah, they have they have a, a gray. I want to get the all red one. You may have to scroll hmm. to find it, but yeah, I want to get an all red one. I kind of like the ones from like the past years though, because they like the numbers that they have. I don't know. I'd have to show you. It's hard to explain them, but um, yeah. All I know is. I'm down for the Patriots, down for the Buccaneers until these fools are gone. And honestly, I'm excited to see how the Patriots do. Like, I hope they actually um, succeed and just, do you know, yeah. keep killing it even without Brady, without Gronk. I mean, they haven't had Gronk for how many? Two. Two years? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I want them to kill it. Who did they get? Get as a quarterback. Jared Stidham. 
He's been with them. Just as backup. Oh, so they just didn't get like a new. Uh-uh. Oh. Dude, I, I'm hoping they sign Cam Newton. That's, that, that would be sick. I think he could do something. It'd be awesome. I think he still has a lot left in the tank. He's just, I think he's kind of like Kaepernick when he first started the, his, uh, his uh his movement. Oh. Um I think Cam Newton's a drama queen. And I think that's a big reason they just decided to go in a different direction. But if I'm correct, I think the Panthers got Bridgewater. If I'm right. Okay. Yo, so, so wait, so, so is Cam looks, nowhere right now? Yeah, he's a he's nowhere right now. What the hell? Why? Um, I think that's what it is. The Just same, the, the same reason Antonio Brown isn't anywhere. Ah, uh, yeah, I was gonna say that they don't want to like just just deal drama. With it. Yeah, but that's the thing is, it's like Teddy Bridgewater is the Carolina Panthers quarterback right now. Yeah, and what's crazy is like the the Saints they they had the choice of who's that Taysom Hill. Yeah, who's a tight end slash utility guy can play anywhere, mm-hmm. and Teddy Bridgewater. And just from stats, Teddy Bridgewater is better than Taysom Hill. Just It's just that Taysom Hill can play anywhere. Okay. And they still gave a contract to Taysom Hill instead of Teddy Bridgewater. Even though Teddy Bridgewater has been proven with his stats that he's better at the position than Taysom Hill. Hey, baby. What's up? What team are you talking about right now? The, the Saints. Saints? New Orleans so, Saints. So... Why, did, why am I talking about him? Because, yeah, like, I love football, but I don't know every single person that you, you're talking you, about right now. You really only know about the Patriots? I mean, mainly. Okay, but... Well, okay, so, all right, hear me out. So, the Panthers, <laughs> they decided to get rid of Cam Newton and get Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. And the reason I was talking about Teddy Bridgewater was because he was on the Saints. Yeah. And the Saints, instead of offering a con- contract to Teddy Bridgewater, who was obviously a better QB than Taysom Hill, yeah. they gave it to Taysom Hill. So the Panthers got Teddy Bridgewater. And that leaves okay. Cam Newton without a place. Okay, I got you. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, I'm hoping the Patriots pick him up, though. I think that would be sick. I think that they should give him a chance. Um, and maybe they just need to lay some hardcore boundaries down. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe, maybe even Cam Newton's scared to go because I mean, uh, what's his face? Antonio yeah. Brown went for one game and then uh-huh. they cut him. So maybe. And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh huh. But so I, don't I don't know. I think, I don't, I think Antonio Brown, don't get me wrong, great player, really great player. Little but bitch. I think, yeah, I think Little he causes bitch. a lot of his own shit. And I don't 100%. really know. I haven't really followed Cam as much as Antonio around because it was a heavy topic but um I don't know if Cam is that bad as Antonio Brown so I don't know like like drama queen wise mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think so but I mean they obviously they've seen with Antonio Brown they're like what those people can be like mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know maybe they just you. don't even want to roll the dice with them um as of right now though I know they got faith in Stidham so yeah we'll see how that goes I'll be getting a Stidham jersey here soon probably all right. Maybe. I guess I'm going to have to watch him play because I don't really know yet. We'll find out. I don't know if he's ever seen playing time, ever been on the field. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't have much info on him, so don't stab me. But, well, I mean, we'll see how the season goes. I can also see the Patriots tanking. Oh, I'd be this so year. sad. Dude. I'd be so sad. Just to get the just to get the the quarterback from Clemson. What's his name? I'm bad with the names. 
I'm so bad with names. All right. What's his name? Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Gangster at QB over at Clemson. Gangster. Untouchable. Anyways, what if the Patriots tanked to get him for next year? What if Patriots went 0-16 and tanked on purpose just to get a stud QB? And then next thing you know, they're right back where they were in a couple years. Wait, but what do you mean? Like, what? Like how? Well, why would that happen? To get the quarterback to have first pick of the NFL draft. Oh, because that means you get first pick if you tank? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the worst team in the NFL gets the first pick of the NFL draft. I did not know that. Yeah. Damn. So what if they tank just to get that QB? They're like, uh... and then they just get, an, and then they just get another Tom Brady. Yeah. And then just one the, year, for, and they're like, like maybe it takes a few years for for Lawrence to get up there, but then like in like four years, like next thing you know, he's the next Brady, and we're just again mobbing for like six yeah. championships in twenty years. Like yeah. fuck off. Yeah. I'm down with it. Huh? That's crazy. But baby, oh, what up? I want to thank you for joining me on this episode. Thank you for having me. Of course, like I said, you my favorite guest on the show and in life because shit's just fun and easy with you. And I like how shit's been going. So I hope you can deal with my bullshit and we can stay steady. You know what? I think your bullshit's pretty easy to deal with. So. I think we've got it going on. Okay. Well, I ask every guest, what's one thing that you want to tell these fools? Either to remember you by or just like a little life advice or the one I always choose to is quit being a bitch. Damn. Why did I not think of this? I don't know. I think you've listened to like the past episodes. Yes. You should have known. Yes. Um, oh, shit. Go ahead and think of it. While I emphasize, okay. like, what I what I mean by don't be a little bit, like, quit being a bitch, is, like, I'm not directly calling you a bitch, even though I am. What I mean by that is, like, if you're scared to take a leap, take it. If you're scared to create something, create it. If you're scared to do something, do it. It's like, you, you'll only regret not doing that thing. So, create it. Start it. If it's a podcast, like I've actually talked to a couple of people and they said they want to start a podcast. If you want to start a podcast and you need help starting it, bang my line. I will help you start this. I'll help you run it, help you get it off the ground. I'll help you promote it. Fuck it. I'll promote it on my Crooks layer, on uh, um, the Chris the Crook, any artist page. Like, like if you guys need help creating something, whether it be music, whether it be a podcast, um, whether it be like a small business, because I know Tierra's parents. Um, they just started a, um, it's called Corey. So, see, yeah, you, you explain more. Uh, my dad is doing, so my dad's always been a really, really good artist and, uh, he's drawn or he draws and, um, he's done it ever since like I was little, he's pencil artwork and it's damn good. Um, but he's never actually like gone anywhere like tried to do anything with it um but now that he's older um it's kind of just been a hobby and he's had more free time and he has been doing some really really awesome drawings and like they're damn good and I don't know how else to express that because I wish I could show you but so he's titling it C&T Western Art um 
Corey is the C, T is Teresa for my mom. And so my dad's doing all these drawings. And then my mom is doing these frames, helping him with these frames to like put them in if you want. And uh, which everything is unreal. Everything like your dad is such a crazy good artist. It's ridiculous. The details and everything. I'm like, Corey, you dog. I don't even know you had this in you. Yeah. And it, it's crazy because I like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's always had that talent mm-hmm. and he's like in his 50s now. And it's like, he's, and he's just, just capitalizing. On he's it. just barely thinking about it. Yeah. Like, so. And your your mom's frames are on road too. They're, they're so cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, of course. And I'll plug those because uh, they have an Etsy if I'm, if I'm right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll I'll plug that Etsy and if they have any uh what's it called? Any fan pages, like if they have a Facebook page or like an Instagram, like I'll plug a- any social media there's and you you guys will have to check it out. It's really crazy because they're super talented. Well, and just the one thing really quick that I'll plug with it is so it's CNT Western art, but um so that's the thing is he targets mainly western or mm-hmm. like uh rodeo, like country kind of art, wildlife, whatever, but He's like a damn good artist. He's drawn um, like me and my sisters playing sports growing up, like mm-hmm. detailed, you know. So he can do anything and he'll do custom work. So he's can, open for commission then? Yeah. Like he'll you send in a picture that you want done and it, as long as he can see it and be like, yeah, that's easy. I can do it. Like, hell yeah, he'll do it. So that's awesome. Um, yes. Yeah. I'll plug I'll yeah. plug all of that because like, you guys should definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, like Tierra said, like homeboy's like mid fifties and he's just starting this. Um, don't be afraid to start something. Like I said, if you guys have, if you guys want to start making music, I mean, mainly because like these are the fields that I have experience in. But if you want to start making music, bang my line. If you want to start a podcast, hit me up. Cause like, I, I don't want you guys to think that like we're in a competition or we're in a race or anything. It's like, nah, like I'm doing this like for fun for me. And if you guys want to do something for fun and for you, let me know. I will help you guys guide it. I'll help you guys start it up, help you promote it. Like everything, like we're, we're running this life. We're running the same life, like next to each other. And we're not racing because we are all, we're all running on different paths. But if you guys need help with anything, creating something, um, whether it be social media, like, cause ever since I started doing the podcast and music, like, social media and promotions like I kind of have a little taste in that too so if you guys need help with anything anything just let me know like I said I'm willing to help I'm I'm not trying to like race anyone I'm not trying to compete with anyone because everything that I do and that I put out and the content that I create is for me it's not to be better than anyone else it's for me because I think it's fun I think creating things is fun so if you want help with creating something let me know yeah now, Tierra, <laughs> did you think of the one thing? Well, okay. So I wish I would have thought about it way more so I could like really Go put ahead. in context yeah. if I really wanted to give something hardcore and meaningful and whatnot. So I'm sorry. But um, I think just to go along with this episode kind of and just kind of with what you said, um, Chris is really into his music rhythm and uh I he hates me he doesn't hate me for this but I'm really big into Kaiwachi it's not his type of, oh no I don't know. hate you it's, for no, that no I know but you always are like like and you know like it's a lot it's too much for me I know truthfully. I know well and I've been into like metal and stuff and like I was younger like 
I feel like it's kind of like hardcore, like, like, I don't know, meddling almost in a way sometimes. I don't know. Screw it. The whole point of this <laughs> is that I'm going to mention a song and Chris is going to be like, nye, nye, nye. like no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, yes. you're tripping. But okay. So Kaiwachi, Gigi McGree and Sullivan King just came out with a song on Friday. And like, I don't know, like I wasn't like expecting something to be so crazy. Um, it's kind of more of a filzy song. And like that song came out and like, it was so good for me to hear in that moment. Like it was just so good. And just one of the things that's like in that song is talking about themselves. I don't know the words verbatim, but um, pretty much just to like be easy on yourself, like be patient with yourself, like love yourself. Like life is hard, especially with all this shit in 2020. There's some crazy stuff going on. And I think everyone just needs to be patient with themselves and like remember like who you are. And like you said, don't race people. And like, I feel like the people that listen to this podcast probably the most is probably in our age group. More than and likely. I don't know, probably though, just because that's who you're of putting course. it out to, um, your followers and everyone. But um, and that's the thing is I feel like your 20s, I don't know because I haven't lived life all the way, but I feel like your 20s is probably like one of the hardest times in life. Like you're still trying to figure shit out. I think you're whatever they call like, is it your frontal lobe or whatever isn't like fully developed until you're 25 or like fuck if I'm whatever. Man, you're getting all whatever. I know scientific here, but you know, like 20s, it's hard. Like everyone's still figuring out like really what they want and what they're doing. And so. Be easy on yourself and believe in yourself. That's all. Thanks, baby. I love you. I love you. And there you go, criminals. Stay safe. And yes, this is a Chris the Crook original. So, bro, if you even try to think about, even try about ripping this, you're dead. <laughs>